You've landed on the Lonely Diplomat podcast and wherever you are in the world, from Tallinn, Tarawa, Tashkent, Tbilisi, Tegucigalpa, Tehran, Timpu, Tirana, Tokyo, Tripoli and Tunis, welcome. My name's Phil McAuliffe and I'm the Lonely Diplomat. I work to help reconnect diplomats and those living the diplomatic life to themselves and to the world around them. I do this through my website, thelonelydiplomat.com, and on that site you'll find my blog, over 40 blog posts so far, all designed to help diplomats and those living the diplomatic life to reconnect with themselves and the world around them and know that they're not alone in experiencing both the highs and the lows that come with living this diplomatic life. Also on my site, you'll find this podcast, details of my mentoring and speaking services, and details of coaching services provided by my friend Kevin Hunting and therapy services provided by my friend Jacqueline Bendorf, both of whom are known to listeners of the Lonely Diplomat podcast because they have lived and are living their diplomatic lives. Also on my website, you'll find details of my book, The Lonely Diplomat, Reconnecting with Ourselves and the World Around Us, which is available through Amazon in both ebook and paperback forms. Connection is the answer to loneliness, so why not stay connected with me and my work by going and subscribing? All you need to do to subscribe is to follow the link in the episode description. And hey, if you get some value from this episode or from any other episode or from one of my blog posts, why not buy me a coffee to say thanks? Details are at thelonelydiplomat.com forward slash coffee or follow the link in the episode description below to go and transfer some money via PayPal to say thank you. Thank you so much for all your support so far. I really do appreciate it and know that together we can do great things to let other diplomats and those living the diplomatic life know that they're not alone. In this episode, episode 27 of the Lonely Diplomat podcast, I want to make this a very short episode. And while this will be a short episode, or I intend for this to be a short episode, I want you after this to go away and to devote some time and space in your life to contemplate your potential soul ache. Now that does sound very deep and meaningful, but I really do mean it in this episode. Because a soul ache is something that we all need, if we experience a soul ache, we must dig into it. But I think I'm going a little bit far ahead of myself because I think we need to discuss what a soul ache is. Simply, a soul ache is the feeling that what we are doing in life does not align with who we are. deliberate long pause there to let that sink in because this is really serious. A soul ache is the word that I use to describe the feeling that we can have inside us because certainly it was true for me when what we do is not in alignment with us, what who we are. A soul ache is terrible. 
it's an it's a horrible feeling because it is so hard to describe. I can best describe it as potentially as it can be within me, a void, a void where a certain emptiness within me where I know that something is missing, but I can't quite put my finger on what actually is missing in my life. And a soul ache is something that we can spend years, such a long period of our lives trying to run away from. Soul ache could also be described as loneliness and the soul ache is a symptom of disconnection with ourselves. I want to bookmark that point right there because we're going to come back to it in future episodes of the Lonely Diplomat podcast and in my blog because disconnection with self was the source of my loneliness. So for me, the soul lake, as, as existential a concept as it may be, well described the emptiness, the loneliness that I felt within me when I did realize that I was lonely. Not only did I feel disconnected from people around me, I was disconnected from myself. I was working, I was living in a way that was not me. And because the soul ache feels so horrible and and we can work so hard to fill that void with things, fill that void with activities or people that don't serve us, we can spend that that's so much time, listener, so much time and energy within ourselves avoiding that soul lake. So we, we have the concept of a soul lake and potentially as imperfectly and as inelegantly as I've just described it. Let's compare a soul, a soul lake to a headache. Let's compare it to a stomach ache. A headache is, we, we all know what a headache feels like, and the causes of a headache can be as simple as dehydration through to something much more serious. At the onset of a headache, just a mild headache, do you leap automatically to thoughts that you're broken? Do you feel that you know this, this headache might actually be terminal? Or do you go, huh, I might take some paracetamol, some, I think, you know, um, ibuprofen or, or something like that, however you call it in the world, a mild painkiller, an aspirin. And do you take a drink of water and then in about 10, 15 minutes, you start to feel better? Or perhaps, like me, you might need a cup of coffee, <laughs> And a headache is a symptom of perhaps a, um, a dependence on caffeine. No judgment if it is. I, I, I firmly believe that caffeine and, and coffee is, is good. 
for for a few different reasons, but obviously everything in moderation. But I digress. A headache can be caused by so many things, many of which are minor. A stomach ache, as uncomfortable as it might be, might be as simple as eating something that doesn't agree with you, or eating too quickly, or not eating enough, or, or being hungry. It's not the symptom of something that is dangerously wrong with your digestive system. We just know that we might need to drink a cup of tea. We might need to, well, however we do need to solve a stomach ache. We, we know, we go through, well, dare I say we go through the motions. There, I said it. But we know that a stomach ache, when we experience it, is not fatal. So, a soul ache is exactly the same, but... We can spend so long, listener, as I've said, so long avoiding that soul lake, trying to deny its presence, working so hard to fill the void with all those things, those people, the activities that we have used in the past and that may have worked, but they've not worked because here we are back at our soul lake trying to work through it, perhaps, or more likely trying to find another way to avoid it. And like we all experience headaches, like we all experience a stomach ache, we can all, actually, we all experience a soul ache because we all find ourselves from time to time feeling that sense of not being aligned with what we're doing and who we are. And whenever we feel that gap, the soul ache sets in. I want to stress at this point that when you do feel a soul ache, nothing is wrong with you. Like a headache, like a stomach ache, a soul ache is an invitation to find out, to get curious about what is causing it and take steps to rectify it, to come back in alignment. I find myself saying, listener, this point time and time again to you when I speak with you. Also, I use this within myself all the time and I invite you to imagine that you're at a crossroads in life and you have, uh, and it doesn't necessarily need to be a major decision point, but you know, we, we are faced with many decisions in our lives. Some are major, some are minor, some are some we don't really consider them as, as major life decisions at the time, but they turn out to be, in retrospect, important decisions. But at every time we make a decision in life, we come to a crossroads. And we have a choice. When it comes to a soul ache, the choice is, do we want to deny it? Do we want to avoid it? Do we want to numb it and continue doing what we've done before in the hope that that will fix it? So that could be doing more work, that, that sense of that, that void within you being caused 
by something in life than every other time that you felt that you've doubled down at work and gotten an achievement or a promotion or a posting or another opportunity. And so one more time with feeling you double down at work, but then you find yourself back at those crossroads sooner or later and going, what do I do? What do I do? At one point of these, at, at, when you arrive at these crossroads, you can take another route. You can take another direction. You can make a choice to try something new. So rather than trying something again, you can take a step to try something new. And I don't want to say that that's an easy step, listener. By no means do I want to say that that's an easy step. But we can't keep going in the same way, when we have a soul ache and we're trying to work our way through it or trying to work our way through it by ignoring it, by denying it, by pretending it's not there or, or doing the same thing that is, has made us feel better each and every time since. That's a choice. And it's a choice that we often make because it's safe, it's comfortable, and we can do it in the hope that it will work. Or we can take the scary step we can take the option of doing something different doing something unfamiliar risking risking not getting it right risking not knowing how it's going to end up and that is what that fear that re- that real angst that anxiety of of the unknown and how it can turn out and how you know, what will other people think, etc. All these kind of responses that are based in shame that keep us from taking that little step down a new path, creating a new path for ourselves that works through the soul lake and brings us back into alignment with what we're doing and who we are. That bringing back into alignment may not actually be a huge life-changing event. It might simply be the equivalent, listener, of having a drink of water when we have a headache. It might be the taking an antacid when we are when we have a stomach ache and, and helping things pass through. I really need to move off the stomach ache thing, don't I? But that my listener, my dear listeners, that is what we must do and it is as scary as all get out for so many people, so many people and I'm putting my hand up here, listener too, for me too and it continues to be scary but I'm never ever disappointed when I work, when I make a conscious decision to do something that is in alignment with who I am. The reason that I'm focusing so much on a soul lake is that loneliness and being the lonely diplomat, I find that posts that have loneliness in the title, loneliness in the podcast episode title, they don't rate well. And Loneliness is a really hard topic to to work on, to, to write on, because 
we can be so scared of the concept of loneliness. But when I talk about and when others who work in the loneliness space, whatever the focus is, rarely use the word lonely or loneliness. It's all about connection. And the Soul Lake is about connection to ourselves. And that listener resonates so much better with you resonates so much better with so many other people um, because we all want, we all know we need disconnection, but we don't want to talk about the cause of it. Now, I'm not having that here. If you are feeling your soul ache, chances are, perhaps in an uncomfortable truth, you are feeling lonely. Letting that sink in for a moment. If you feel that you need more connection in your life, we need to look at why you feel that, that more connection is needed, more connection to yourself is needed. So a soul ache, you might be feeling a soul ache every time Monday morning comes around or every time the phone rings after hours and it's a work call and it's or it's time to go back to work for a new week. You might be feeling that you are doing Something that is not in alignment with who you are. And that's okay. That's actually good. You have reached that point, that crossroads, listener. And there's an open invitation to you to take a brave step. So, in the blog post, The Lonely Diplomat, on our soul aches, I asked a simple question to help you identify if you have a soul ache and where that soul ache might be within you. The simple question, listener, is this. Who are you? Who are you? And... I want you to take some time after this episode has finished, and I'm going to wrap this up very shortly, to reflect on your answer. Write out your answer. And if you need an example of what I'm looking for, go to thelonelydiplomat.com forward slash about Phil. Because that Um, On that site, I have a description of who I am. And that, those words were my response to an exercise that I was assigned during a coaching program. And that was my, as I said, my response to it. But when I was first asked that very simple question, listener, who am I? I gave an awesome answer. It was such an amazing answer, listener, that if you were on the panel for that promotion, for that promotion round or that posting round or, or you know, heard it, you would have given me that job. But it wasn't a job interview question. It was a fundamental question about who I am. And I answered it, what I do. I am more than what 
I do. And listener, you are more than what you do as well. And my answer to that shocked me when, I, when it was pointed out to me by my friend, coach and mentor, Mike Campbell, that I had given an awesome response to an interview, to a question in a job interview, rather than actually answered his question. I was floored. And it takes a lot for me to be quiet. And that silenced me. I felt terrible. And, and waves of existential doubt came over me. It's like, who am I? Like, what's happened? I'm much more than, than what I do at work. And, and as great as I am at what I do, I'm more than this. But I, but, but I don't actually know who I am. So, listener, I'm well familiar with the feeling that you might have right now of, oh, God, this is really scary. I don't want to feel this way. I don't want to feel this way. Listener, I'm right here with you at these crossroads and I'm inviting you, inviting you to take a step in a new direction. I ask you to resist the temptation to work through the answer to your question alone and implement change alone. And while the changes you need to implement or may feel it or how terrible is that? The changes that you will need to implement in your life for things to change, the temptation while you do that alone, only you can do that. You don't need to do it alone. We need to resist the temptation to do everything within the change, the changes that we need to do within ourselves alone because Saying them out loud makes them real and we don't want to fail. We don't want to disappoint people. We would much rather disappoint ourselves than disappoint other people. Let that sink in a moment. And here we are wanting to change, knowing that something, something needs to change, but we don't want to do it with the knowledge of other people. And... We're missing a valuable opportunity for connection there, particularly if you do feel the need for more connection with others in your life. This is almost the best way that I know. I avoided saying the word perfect there, listener. But this is the best way that I know of building real connection with others by saying that we need help and being part of a community of people who are actually doing the work as well, putting themselves, making change in their lives and putting themselves into the world. It's inspiring stuff and you will get it right and you will get it wrong. But that's part of life, isn't it? We can't keep getting things perfectly right and we can't keep waiting until we know we will get it right to do something. So in reaching out beyond, once you've, once you've reflected on your answer to who are you, I invite you to talk to someone you trust. 
someone who you know will understand, someone who you know will not judge you, someone who will listen, and someone who will respond with empathy. That might be a friend, that might be your significant other, that might be me or someone in my team of Kevin Hunting and his coaching services. It might be Jacqueline Bendorf and her therapy services. It might be me and my mentoring services. If you feel that I can help you, I would love to help you because, listener, I'm familiar with the awful feeling of your soul ache as you lead your diplomatic life. Can you let me help you take a step? And if you do want my help, Jacqueline's help, or Kevin's help, there are links in the episode description. And so the invitation here to finish up, the invitation is for you to reflect on this over the next few weeks before the next episode of the Lonely Diplomat podcast and before the next blog post on the Lonely Diplomat. And what we... And, and I'm okay with you feeling a little uncomfortable because the discomfort is good and the discomfort means that you're doing something differently. And remember that there are very few reasons to change anything in our lives when things feel good, when things feel like they're working, but perhaps things have not been working for a while and this is helping you to understand where that's coming from. I'm okay with you feeling uncomfortable. Let's be uncomfortable together. That's all I wanted to say for this episode, and I think that's probably heavy enough. So if you've got any feedback for me, please send me an email to admin at thelonelydiplomat.com. If you feel that there's anything that I can improve upon, please let me know. And if you've enjoyed this episode or you feel that someone else in your network could get could benefit from this episode, please feel free to share this episode. Also, giving my podcast a high rating on the service through which you're listening really helps work the social media algorithm and puts this content in front of more eyes. And again, if you did get value from this episode, please consider buying me a coffee and going to thelonelydiplomat.com forward slash coffee. That does sound like you're getting ready to leave. So until the next time, be awesomely and humanly you because the world needs more you. All sounds used are freeware in the public domain. All views expressed in this episode are my own and do not reflect any official position. I am not a licensed mental health professional. I encourage you to seek the services of a licensed mental health professional if the content of this episode challenged you beyond your current capacity to mentally, emotionally and or physically respond yourself. Thanks for listening.